Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This is your host, Don, and it's another beautiful day here in central Ohio. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. My weekend was uneventful, but it was a good weekend. So, how are things? Have you listened to the first two episodes? I sure hope so. I uh, I know we can come together, you and I, and, and possibly work some things out. Um, I'm working things out along with you here. As you guys know, I am not a expert. I have no education in philosophy or anything of that nature, but let's work on this together. I uh, would like to hear what you guys would like to talk about. I have a a few things that I'd like to talk about today. It's uh, some super insightful things that I've thought about over this past weekend, and uh, I think we should just jump right into it. Uh, Like I said, I hope you guys have had a fantastic weekend, and uh, we're going to get into some meat and potatoes here, and I hope you guys enjoy what, uh, what we talk about today. The first thing I want to talk about is is a some lyrics, some lyrics from a song that I know um, from a group, uh, one of my favorite groups. Uh, if you guys are interested, you can check them out. Their their name is Sister Hazel. They had a huge song back in the '90s, but they've been grinding along ever since, doing a lot of shows and things like that. They haven't had the radio play that they they had back with that particular song, but. Uh, they're really, really good guys, and they give you a lot to think about. And the lyrics that I want to talk about are, it's something that has meant something to me for quite some time. And the name of the song is World Inside My Head. And the line, I'm not going to get too much into the song, but the specific line I want to talk about says, the paint on me is beginning to dry, and it's not what I want it to be. The weight on me is hanging on to a weary angel. And for me, guys, that is super, super powerful. You guys know, I mention it almost every episode, I'm 49, I'll be 50 here in in about a year, and when I hear this line every time, it really takes me into the depths of of my being, and and who I am and and what I want to be and all those things. And I know that this is something that we all struggle with, but Sister Hazel seems to put it and and tie it up in a nice bow, is that I'm kind of sitting here like a like an old bench that's been through the weather, that's been sat upon many, many times, and has held up the weight of the world. And every once in a while, you know, that thing needs to be painted. And for me, my paint is starting to dry. I know you guys are thinking, you're 49. What do you mean it's not dry yet? But you know, in midlife, We start to recognize, I think, where we've been, who we've been, what we've been about, or if we've been about anything at all. And for me, 
you guys may know from the first couple episodes. My wood's been wet to, to go back to episode two. It's hard to light a fire with wood that has been drenched. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you may be looking for a reason to, to make a change or you've already made that decision and you're trying to figure it all out, as am I. But I want to be something different. I don't know about you guys. Well, I, I think I kind of do if you're listening to my podcast. You want to make a change. You want to be different somehow. And different for the better. We've all made mistakes. We've all said things, done things, reacted in certain ways that we're not proud of and that we wish we could go back and change. But you know as well as I do that, that we can't go back and change the past. But Socrates once said, falling down is not a failure. Failure comes when you stay where you have fallen. And I'm sure you've heard that, that quote in one way or another, more modern verbiage. You know, the verbiage of getting back up and dusting yourself off. And, but I think we're all to the point here. We've dusted ourselves off a million times. How do we actually make that change? How do we actually go about making that change? Listen, you're not going to hear anything from me, from my head, that's going to flip the light switch. (laughs) We all struggle. I'm struggling. I know you're struggling. The only thing we can do, guys, at this point is to move on and somehow figure out a way to not go back to where we've been. This is something that you hear about with with people who struggle with things like alcohol or drugs or even our weight. Is that you? Do you struggle with drugs? Are you looking for a way to get away? from something that you know is ruining your life, ruining your relationships. We all struggle with this in one way or another, in one way or another. We're all struggling to find meaning, right? Meaning in our lives. Do I want to, if I were to die today, Would people remember me? And if they did remember me, what would they remember about me? Wow. That weighs heavy on my heart. You guys know I have three boys and a wife. How would they remember me? Would they struggle to find the happiness that we had together? as a family or as friends or as a spouse, would they struggle? Would they be relieved? 
That's something that I struggle with. I struggle thinking that that my family, being my kids, my wife, my sister, I struggle every day saying to myself, man, if I were gone, it would really uncomplicate their lives. When I'm in a good headspace, I understand that that's definitely, definitely not the case. I have a good friend who recently, her husband of, I believe, almost 50 years, who, you know, and I I don't want to speak ill of, of someone who has passed away, but he struggled with some medical issues. But I'd be willing to bet that there were times in his life he felt a lot like me. That everything would be just be better. It would just be easier for people if I wasn't here. But anyways, he and, and he took his own life. And what I saw, what I saw was a, a broken family because of his actions. My good friend, she will struggle the rest of her life because of the actions he took, because he felt as though he was a burden. Is that where you're at? Are you there? Are you listening to this podcast to find hope? Are you listening to this podcast to to get the other side? Because that's what we're here for. We're here to give you the other side. If you're contemplating suicide, we're here to give you the view of the other side. Will your family be better off? Bluntly? Absolutely not. Is it a battle every day to continue on feeling as though What's going on in your life is just too much for everyone else to to deal with and to understand. You're wrong. You're absolutely, unequivocally, 1,000% wrong. Medical issues, I get it. I get if you're in pain daily. You don't want to continue on. We have to discover a way, and and only we can do it individually. We have to discover a way to get through our issues, whether it be a drug addiction, an alcohol addiction, a uh, sexual addiction, or daily pain. Is that what you're looking for? Are you looking to end your pain? Well, let me put it to you this way. By ending your pain, you're creating pain for someone else. As individuals, me included, we have to find the good. 
We have to seek out the good. We have to create the good. There are things in our lives every day that we brush aside, ignore, that we just shouldn't. Nietzsche, the philosopher, very controversial, but he said something that really fits here. And I think it's important that we hear this. Don't just hear it. Take it in. Dissect it and figure out where it applies to you. He said, to live is to suffer. To survive is to find meaning in the suffering. Can you find meaning in the suffering? That's tough. That's tough. But there is. There's meaning in it all. You learn something about yourself. And through your suffering, at times... People learn something about themselves through your suffering. That's important. Is there anything more important? I say it's right up there. We all have things, guys. It might not even be the big deals, you know, the things that we that we put at the top of the list that we deal with. You know, the drugs, the the alcohol, the sex and and even suicide. Those are the big ones, right? But we all have something. We all have something. We all whether rich, poor, Big, small, male, female, we all have something. Some of us have many things. But there's triumph in getting through these things. There's triumph not only for you, but there's triumph for the people who care about you. Some of us have a lot of people who really care about us. I'd be willing to bet that we all have a lot of people that we just don't know about. We see it all the time. We see it in in the news. We see it people crossing the border. Do you care about those people? I'm sure you do. Regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. No one wants anyone to suffer. Therefore, no one wants you to suffer. No one wants me to suffer. We all have things. We all have marriages that have just disintegrated. We all have had the loss of friends, the the backstabbing, 
We all deal with things like that. We all deal, have dealt with or deal with people who have decided to use us in one way or another to elevate themselves in the eyes of someone. As kids, this is something that happens with, with children all the time, especially older children, middle school, high school, where we see one child is being made fun of or being bullied and they have a good friend who just stands and watches so that they don't have to deal with the ridicule so that they don't have to deal with the true hurt in their heart for the elevation of who they are in the societal groups that happens guys you remember it if you're that age you know it Stop it. Stop ignoring the pain of others. Do you know how to do that? The best way to do that is to stop ignoring your pain. We are only of use to others when we are of use to ourselves. Whoa. Whoa. How does that hit you? Again, if that doesn't fire you up to take care of yourself and to deal with the things in your lives that you have going on, then your wood is wet. We all deal with things. We all have what Nietzsche said was chaos in our lives. Is a life without chaos worth living? There's two sides to that coin. Am I right? Two sides to that coin. There's the positive, and there's the negative. You know, I grew up in a family who absolutely thrived on chaos. As a child, I didn't recognize it. It's just the way we were. The Carruthers clan chaos <laughs> oh man listen we would get together every Sunday and it seemed like there were hundreds of people there <laughs> there were conversations crisscrossing the table like you wouldn't believe it's like watching a NASCAR race you know round, round. and as a child it, it, it gave me wonder you know <laughs> how so many people could be talking about totally different things, but the others knew exactly what they were talking about. Wonderment is what it gave me as a child. 
it showed me that even in arguments, I was going to say conversations, but let's be honest with each other, even in arguments, it gave me wonder. It gave me wonder how people who were yelling at each other or yelling over others could afterwards, when the day was done and the, the lunch was over and maybe the dinner too, depending on how long we were there, that they all just gave each other a hug. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. My family was also the kind of family that would give a hug even if they didn't mean it. <laughs> the Carruthers clan. Deep down, all really, really good people. Deep down, people who really, truly cared about other people. But life and experience got the best of them. During the yelling it was about getting your point across, even to the detriment or to the ignoring of what the other side was saying. It happened all the time. And I turned out that way. I turned out that way. I turned out the way that I didn't really want it to go. I wanted to be the understander. I wanted to be the person whose words actually meant something and the person who would listen to the words of the other person. But that's not who I turned out to be. Because why? Because it became about me. It became about getting my point across, letting my feelings be known, regardless of what anyone else had to say. Is that you? Is that your family? Is that how you spend your Sunday afternoons? Is that how you spend your Christmases and your Thanksgivings? Is that how you want it to be? I doubt it. Because someone who isn't willing to listen to the downside of things like this wouldn't be here right now. But you know what? There's another way to go. Insight is everything. Insight is everything. Can you see yourself? Can you see your true self? Can you see your strengths? Can you see your weaknesses? Hmm. Should you toot your own horn? Ah, of course not. But you can still see your strengths, right? You can still see the things that you do well. But if you can't see the things you don't do well, then we got some work to do. You have some serious questions to answer to yourself. These aren't questions that you have to answer to anyone else. Because you know what people do, especially people who care about you? They say to you things like, Hey, man, they deserved it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't expect anything less from someone who cared about me. 
But to answer the question truly and fully, there's only one person that matters. And that's me. And that's you for you. Do you hurt people's feelings sometimes? Because you want to be the person who speaks the truth? Listen, there's a time for that. There's a time for that. But you know who needs to hear the truth more than anyone? You. Me. We have to understand that everything that happens in our lives isn't just about us. Man is affected not by events, but by the view he takes of them. Hmm. Stop taking everything so personal. The only thing you should take personal is the way you choose to deal with what happens in your lives and the people that you come in contact with. That's the most important thing. I ended, well, I know I like to ramble, but I ended the last show talking about doing something nice for someone. Do you know why? Did you do that, first of all? Hold you accountable a little bit. But do you know why it's important to do something nice for someone? Do you know why it's important to do something nice for someone who doesn't necessarily deserve it? A, it shows them that there are people out there who care. And B, it shows you that you have it inside of you to care. To not be so wrapped up in the things that you feel are significant in your life that maybe not. I told you in the first episode that I quit a job that I had had for seven years. I was a school bus driver. I had children's lives in my hands. And I quit. I quit that because of my ego. Because I didn't feel like I was getting something in return not from the children, but from management. It was about it was about a lack of, in my opinion, respect. And I got all wrapped up in that. I got all wrapped up in the fact that I was underappreciated by someone else. And you would think, wow, you must think highly of yourself. <laughs> wow. That's just not the case. I'd be willing to bet that most of you understand exactly where I'm coming from. I'm broken, guys. I'm broken. I come on here and talk to you. A lot for me. And a lot for you. Because I know there's other people that have to feel like I do. There's other people out there who are struggling with the same thing that I'm struggling with. 
I want to be different. I want to feel good about myself. I know you're there with me. You have to be. You have to be. Because you're here. I love talking. <laughs> if you guys haven't figured that out by now, I love to talk. But you know what this this podcast does for me? It gets my feelings and my thoughts out of my head. Because what happens is, is that if you leave these things in your head, just like dreams, they never come to fruition. I can't make a change if I keep it all in my head. I can't make a change if I can't admit that some of the things that I'm doing, a lot of the things that I'm doing, are just plain wrong to reach the goal that I want to reach. What's that goal? I'm not sure yet. But what I do know is this. I want to be a better person. I want to feel that I'm a better person. Irregardless of what other people think. That's the toughest thing, isn't it? I'd be willing to bet, and I said this last episode, that there are people out there who go, that Don is a stand-up guy. He's a good dude. But what does that do for me? First of all, no one no one comes out and says that. That's a hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing to do, even for me, for someone who who I I appreciate and someone that I think is is doing things the right way. It's a hard thing for me to say, "Hey, thank you for what you do. I appreciate that. You are exactly what I want to be. You are the kind of person that I look up to." That's a tough thing to do. And you know what? I'd be willing to bet that for most people, that's a hard thing to, to hear. If someone were to say that to me, I'd say, thanks. And then I'd go home and say, that person must be out of their mind. Because of this, 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 and this. You know, all those things that those people don't know. Does, does that matter? Does that matter to those people? It might. It might, but it might not because you're still that person. Make the change anyway. Work on the change anyway. Work on the change like you would work on a work project. Work on the change like for those of you who have children, like you want them to work on their schoolwork. Put the time in. How often do you tell them? All you got to do is put the time in and you'll be good as gold. Put the time in on making the change. Whatever that change is. If, if you have a problem telling people how you feel, step out of your comfort zone. Find the person that you know 
that you feel comfortable would accept what you have to say. And talk to them. Talk to them, not because you're looking for something from them to help you get through it. Maybe they can do that for you, but maybe they can't. But, but just do it. And maybe you let them know ahead of time. Hey, I need to get a few things off my chest. It has nothing to do with you and, and, and my friendship. I'm not upset with you, but I just got to get some things out. And a true friend will receive that. It might be uncomfortable as all get out for both of you. But you know what? They'll do it. And you know what? It can create a bigger bond between you. Again, whether it's your friend, your good buddy, I have a really good friend who I love very much, who I care about, and who I've been about, I don't know, maybe 50% real with. The other 50% is just the, the surface stuff. But I really care about this person. This person has accepted me for who I am up to this point. And at 49, it's the first friend I've ever had that I felt that way about. But, again, you can, you can create a stronger bond with someone. If it's your spouse, if it's your, maybe your adult child. And I, I, I wouldn't recommend burdening a, a teenager with something this big. Only because they're still developing. Not that they would shun you. Not that they would dislike you. Not that they would not love you anymore because of something that you told them. But because children tend to take this stuff inside. Children especially want to look for a way to either help you, fix you, or they internalize it and feel like it's their fault. So I recommend that you do this with an adult. I know some of us may not have adult friends. That's what we're here for at getting our shit together. And I say we because I mean the other listeners and me. I'm a one-man show. I'm a one-man show. Do something. Step out of your comfort zones between now and next episode. Just one way. You figure it out. You figure out what step you want to take. You figure out what person you want to, to, to talk to. You figure out how you're going to go about doing it. Because the fact of the matter is, is that only you know your situation totally. Maybe, maybe you stepping out of your comfort zone is possibly talking to a therapist. Do it. It's a win-win, guys. They're not going to judge you. They may be trained enough to give you some ideas on how to do things and how to go about it. Do it. 
They're not going to judge you. They don't, they don't know you. They don't know what you've dealt with in your life. They don't, they're only going to know what you're willing to put out there to them. My recommendation is lay it all on the line. When you lay it all on the line, it gets easier to lay it all on the line with others. I want to leave you with this today. And this, is, this was big to me when I heard it today. It's just another saying. The man who has a why to live can bear almost any how. The man who has a why to live can bear almost any how. What's your why? Is it your family? Is it your soul? Is it your church? Is it your country? Figure it out. Do the work. Gary John Bishop that I've talked to you about, he has a few books. And you you need to look him up. He has a workbook called Do the Work. That might be what you need. Maybe you don't have the, the financial situation to go talk to a therapist. But this book can be your therapist. This podcast can be your therapy. I'm not licensed. I have no insight, uh, you know, classical education insight as to why and who and how and all those things. But we can be friends. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving to you what I'm telling you. You need to give to someone else. Talk to people. Talk to someone. They can make a difference, make a world of difference. I love you guys. I appreciate what you're you're listening to my podcast. I appreciate what you're going through. The email address is G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G dot G-O-S-T at gmail.com. G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G dot G-O-S-T at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.